2: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much.
2: welcome back to the most submissive and breathable podcast there is that's right it's another happy pod my name is nathan this is the show where we talk about pop culture try to keep things just a little bit more positive as always i'm joined by a not very breathable nor submissive boy and his name is lawrence hello
0: sir This is disgraceful, Nathan. This is the worst introduction you've ever given me. I preferred it when you just threw slurs at me.
2: I would argue that, uh, first of all, I never threw slurs at you, so let's clear that up straight away. Second (laughs) Second of all... Who would know? You beeped it, Nathan. It goes both ways. I know. Second (laughs) of all... Um, You throw me off my rhythm again Second of all, I would argue that my introduction Was still better than
0: that shit show you gave us last week Saying something quickly doesn't mean it's good And an, and an introduction where you introduce me as submissive, not submissive and not breedable <laughs> Look, <laughs> you can say whatever you want as long as you say with confidence Your issue
2: was you was pussyfooting around the place Anyway, we're also joined by our special guest our Marvel correspondent, it is the baggy bird herself, Miss Tate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get that. I know. <laughs> oh, we hello. don't care. We say it anyway. <laughs> That's just hello, hello, hello.
2: Hello, Beth. How I
1: agree. Be? I agree that Lawrence isn't breedable.
0: We, we all agree with that. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys don't see me in a breedable light. That's very kind.
1: No, it's fine. Nice, well, uh, I'm good anyway. How are you, Nathan?
0: I'm good, I'm feeling very breathable
2: and submissive, so, you know. You
1: are a submissive king. <laughs> what is this introduction? This has
2: gone so wrong. <laughs> I would argue it's all gone right, Lawrence, okay? So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing today? Cool cats? Well, we got Beth here, so uh, narrows it down, doesn't it?
1: Yes, hello.
0: Today we are doing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, is that how it's pronounced, first and
1: foremost. No, it's Shong Chi.
0: Chong Chi.
1: Shong. Yes, you hold it in the back of your throat.
0: okay. <laughs> Steady, Beth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Beth, we've got I'll tell you what, we've got you on. It'd be rude not to ask you first. What do you make of this movie? Do
1: you know what? I thought it was phenomenal. It was really Ooh. good. It was visually beautiful to watch. Like some of the um shots and the scenery was just, like, it was great. Um, and then, obviously, the, the fight was good. The story was good. It, it, I just really enjoyed it. was nice to go, because, obviously, the, I saw Black Widow as the first movie post-Covid, I guess you could say. Um, but I, it didn't really... Like I obviously I knew of Black Widow. We've been introduced to her. I feel like we've been waiting forever for that movie to come out. But I feel like Shang Chi was just made me feel emotionally more. I don't know. Yeah, I just felt was, more emotional in the cinema.
0: It's because it's a um. I I had that kind of opinion, but I I think it's because Black Widow was Marvel's big return to the cinema. But it was also yeah. a prequel, and we kind of we didn't know where the story was going, but we knew. There was only a certain select way it could end, really. Yeah,
1: whereas exactly. this is the
0: first thing that kind of opens it up to build the world back in the cinema. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and and I'm pretty sure. Obviously, we we've got the TV shows, but is it the first movie into Phase Four that like actually continues on a story? Obviously, Black Widow is yeah, in is, the car. Yeah. yeah, and and that's what I think. I was no, really excited. No. no?
2: No, Spider-Man's technically phase Oh wait, no, Spider-Man is phase three So yeah, actually you are right Yeah. This is oh,
1: okay, yeah, so I think because of <laughs> that um, Kind of knowing that I, I felt more excited Going into it as well, like where are we going to go Now, obviously we've got the trailers For Eternals and Spider-Man, which look Absolutely crazy, so I, ju- I just feel like it. You know, we're in a new era You know, a lot of people said after Endgame that the movies would be boring and you know there wouldn't yeah. be much to tell. But if anything, they've got so much to tell. I'm I'm worried I'm gonna die before I finish watching the whole movie.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> okay. have to agree with Beth. This I really enjoyed this movie. It was really good. Some of probably actually the best action uh, I think we've yeah. seen so far in Marvel. Yeah. I'd say since um, Winter
1: Soldier. I
2: I'd, I'd say better than Winter Soldier personally. Um, yeah, all of it was just incredible. There's some really, some really good heart to this story as well, and and it gets fucking weird, which is something I like. So yeah. I'm all for that. So Lawrence, you hated this movie. Tell us why.
0: <laughs> no, I I really like this. I think up there with like origin stories. This is like some of the best like first yeah. character introduction in the MCU we've ever had. I think, and yeah, like I've I've always been a big like. Supporter of how I liked the the kind of handheld feel of Winter Soldier and the 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 quick cut action in that, but this just fucking makes it look like child's play. Like this, the, the fight yeah. sequences in this are just incredible. Um, I
2: think I don't think there's been. A, a, any, if for other fucking 25 movies we've had now and the what four TV shows so far, I don't think there's been a better fight or any kind of action sequence than that one on the
0: bus. I, that uh, one, yeah, yeah that was phenomenal. Incredible. No, I, I tell you what, it's one thing I one thing I did really like about this, and I think it's kind of different, and I think it's what a lot of people are realizing has set this apart. Um, was that it's, it's really refreshing to kind of go back to the early days of the MCU where the protagonist is facing stakes that aren't like you know they're, they're pretty shit, and you know in some degree they're kind of like universe threatening and etc but they're yeah. way more personal like the, the 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 creepy little things coming out of the cave are second to the main story which is just a man having conflict with his family
2: it's a family um, drama yeah yeah That's what I and i think that was day. one of
0: the things that made it so like a breath of fresh air that people appreciated. It is
2: good because we've like not just it's been a couple of years, but we have come from you know Infinity War and Endgame and all this where it is literally the universe at stake and battles for you know bringing the entire universe back and all that sort of stuff. And then even in fucking One Division, you know, it was like a whole town who you know had to be saved from their reality and whatever. And and it's just nice to to have something that's just a little you know lower stakes is. It doesn't matter that much. Sure, some bad shit's going to happen, and obviously you don't want that to happen. But it's nice that it's not, you know, the entire of reality is all threatened to, you know, fade away in a second or whatever. It's it's just something a little more personal, something a little bit more intimate, which is uh, quite enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: no, definitely. Um, what did you guys think of... Um, like i suppose the characters in this cuz obviously every time an mcu film introduces a new set of people you you know that you're going to be with them for a very long time like probably over a decade so yeah well, do you know think?
1: um the woman who played i'm not going to try and pronounce the name cuz i don't want to offend anyone but um who plays the sister uh, that was her first movie role really yeah She's that's done theatre and stuff. Obviously, you know, all of us know how different theatre is to film, and it was her first film. Oh, yeah. Well, wow.
0: smashed it. Yeah. Really. Yeah.
1: That's, like, that's what I think. Like, I think she did yeah. a phenomenal job. Obviously, I, th- I think pretty much everyone mm. did. But for her first, you know, gig, as they would say, I think she did really well.
2: Uh, yeah, I did too. I think a nice surprise about that character was obviously she's uh, Shang-Chi's sister. I really had no idea that Shang-Chi even had a sister. Shang-Chi right. is one of the, the the pockets of the Marvel Universe that I really know fuck all about. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I just haven't really delved into it all. all. Um, I had no idea he had a sister in this movie, so when that little thread was introduced, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm quite excited to see where this goes. And, and it was actually really good. I really liked the the relationship and the 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 sort of heartbreak between them two because they definitely have a strange relationship because of what's happened but they both play it really well
1: are they besides um thor and loki are they the only other like kind of like sibling duo that we've seen
2: uh gamora and nebula uh
1: true yeah yeah Um, there there is something about like a you know because it's not on a romantic level like you don't see you know um
0: I should hope no, that's his
1: sister. No, no, but that's. I mean, it's nice to see you know scenes where they fight as a partnership, but it's not about like saving each other in a romantic yeah. sense. It's it's oh, quite. Yeah. It's it's a nice. It's a bit of a fresher. You don't really get that a lot. You know, you've got Spider Man and MJ, and like it's just nice but, to have the siblings. Well, I don't think VMC there are. I don't ever. think there are
2: any other actual siblings. There's there's found family all over the place, but I don't think there's any actual. Other siblings,
0: really. Yeah. But, but what you're saying is is totally accurate because I think the MCU for a while did have a problem with um, love interest being there, like the damsel in interest. distress. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking Jane Foster from Thor it just comes to mind. As <laughs>
1: that's why I'm excited there. for her to come back as female Thor. Going a bit in a tangent, but you know it, it makes females and love interests, you know, different. It's nice. It's yeah, as no, a totally. woman, I support it.
0: What do you what do you think of uh Katie the like the best friend character?
1: I think she's jokes. Katie I know, I,
0: was my favorite character in this movie. Yeah. She was
1: normal. That's what I like she, like she was genuinely normal like how a normal human being would be. You know, it didn't feel off or anything. <laughs> normal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what did yeah, you no, I I would have assumed you would have hated Katie Lawrence.
0: No. No, so you you're coming at that from Like I sometimes I'm of the opinion that sometimes the MCU sometimes
1: Like the Cat Dennings type Yeah. Yeah. Any any
0: comedic character, Lawrence? No, any any comedic character whose lines aren't funny and are delivered in space of where a nice emotional beat could happen. That's that frustrates me. Because I always think Marvel are like massively concerned with being like gotta keep the audience laughing when they They do sometimes take the audience for being dumber than they are when you know that there's definitely room for that and there's movies for that and and this is where it works massively well but yeah like like i said previously like the 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 conversation about a fucking um um I don't know the terminology for it but uh, the all like the kind of the horrible shit inflicted on both of the uh, the sisters in Black Widow and then they were like ha ha yeah vagina jokes and I was like oh this is Oh
2: there's another sibling um Black Widow will oh, yes. Young. Yeah well, there we go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um but yeah no no I t- I I really like this like I I really liked Aquafina's character in this cuz it was just like it was it was comedy but she's genuinely hilarious. <laughs> so like oh, it came across I came
1: out of the cinema called a the football player. That's not <laughs>
0: okay. quite it, but... Yeah,
2: that's, no. that's not her
0: name, Beth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad. <laughs>
2: no, I, I I really like her. In some ways, I think she's the heart of the movie, really. She has this really great through line of, like... and And it's not even introduced as, like, a really big, huge part of her character. It's just subtle at first. Like, you know, the the relationship she has with her family they they want her to do better but she's kind of happy you know just having fun joyriding around San Francisco or whatever and and they just want her to be more than what she can be because they think she is as she is better than what she's currently doing, but she doesn't see herself that way. And as the movie progresses, she has a really good arc of coming to terms with herself and actually stepping up yeah. to the plate and doing stuff, which which actually helps out and actually becoming more. And not in a way that disregards, you know, her previous self or whatever. Not in a way that disregards who she was. In a way that just makes her a, a, a I guess, a braver character in yeah. a way.
0: Um, but yeah, I just, I just really like that part about her. I thought it was really good. We know where she ends up in the comics. Do we know, like, because again, uh, Shang Chi is something that I know literally nothing about.
1: No idea. I don't.
0: I
2: couldn't even tell you if she's in the comics. So not a clue. <laughs> you well,
1: know what? I'm, I'm quite. Mm. I'm quite glad I don't know anything. Like what I've been doing recently is, especially with the what ifs and stuff like that, because they come out with a trailer each week. Yeah. I'm trying not to watch trailers or kind of like forget about them because I've really enjoyed recently being like surprised with what's to come like with the tv shows there were no trailers and you know you were left on that cliffhanger I felt like you know I was 15 years old again with tv shows that ended every week and you had to wait for them none of this Netflix binge and stuff and it's quite nice it's really exciting to not know anything about something going in and then just enjoying it
2: So what I'm doing at the moment is, like, when Marvel, they'll they'll usually release two trailers... And then after that, they'll start to release TV spots and clips and that sort of thing. Now I'm getting into the thing where I'm just watching the two trailers and then that's it. Any clips that get released, any TV spots, I'm just staying well away from them. I'm not watching any of the What If trailers or anything like that. Because you're right. When I went to see Shang-Chi, I was quite surprised at how little I knew about the movie. How much of it was a surprise to me. Because yeah. like they had pretty much released like a a clip of the majority of that bus fight, and when yeah. I saw that was posted, I was like, right, okay, I'm not watching that because i don't gonna see it for yeah. the movie, and I'm so glad screen. I did. Yeah, exactly, and I'm so glad I did because, like I said, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, to watch I did the exact the same
1: as you, Nathan. It was like seeing it for the first mm. time. I was just like, this is unreal like
0: I'm, I'm sat here just crying inside like i would i would absolutely love to not have to watch any of this stuff before oh
1: yeah it's like job. <laughs>
0: well I, I edited a video this week that was like and it was like 16 minutes and the entirety of it was on shang and i was like well i have two trailers to work from um and one of the big segments was about the bus fight and i was like Guess I'm watching this, and I guess I'm Aww. watching it over and over for twelve hours.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Aww, laughs> yeah, that's so, I, so sad.
0: But again, like it is one of them things I know full well. If I'd went into that without being like really fatigued on a certain aspect of it, um, luckily the clip is only like the first kind of hand to hand stuff. It you know it stops before it gets really crazy and the bus yeah, yeah. chopped in half and shit. But yeah, no, it's definitely the best way to go in. If you can go in blind to any of these movies, it's it's way more fun.
2: And that's a good point to jump off from um, because I watched that video that you edited, Lawrence. So I'm not going to get into the full specifics of that video, um, but
0: the,
2: the whole the bus fight in general. I want to know your thoughts on that specifically. What, what did you think of the whole bus fight on, sequence? On the whole,
0: just, just the bus fight?
2: Just the bus fight we're
0: talking about specifically here. I really but every it. but everything around the bus, right? Everything you 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 want my opinions on the Spidey do a flip guy, right? Oh no,
2: all of it, oh, all yeah. of it. Aquafina okay. driving the the CGI the the whole bus thing,
0: everything. Um, I think it's an action sequence that is clear was clearly well thought out, clearly well planned, uh, and kind of everything works in tandem, which is cool. Like, the, obviously, the main focus and the main like big cinema attraction is buses being blown in half, essentially, and. Big big man with with sword hand that and that's like that's like the key component. But what I love is all like the background shit going on. Like you do have Katie driving the bus, but she's also dealing with the fact that someone she's known for like a decade is not the person she thought he was. And like even the little moments where they interact with each other, she's definitely like off with him. But she's like sometimes it comes out where she just calls him like bro or dude or something like that, and it's clear the history is there. So it's like embedded in her, but she's really distrusting i think i think it i think it's a really good scene like it's nothing is forgotten at expense of the action yeah okay do you have any criticisms of it what do you want me to say what are you gearing me up for
2: I'm just, just, I just, i just interested because like I say, because I've seen the video that you edited and of course this isn't your thoughts it's just the video that you edited yeah. but the guy forgive me I don't know his name but the guy in that video was talking about how it's a good sequence but it kind of lets down the movie overall because while it is a good fight it's surrounded by comedy uh, and CGI which he necessarily doesn't feel needs to be there uh, and I just want. Um, no, I think if you, you agree with that or not,
0: not necessarily. But I, right, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a Marvel movie, and CGI is going to be there because it's a Marvel movie, um, and that's just you know part of it. Now, it's
2: it. interesting thing about the CGI though. I've seen some clips this week, and there's actually a lot less in that scene than you'd think. Mm. The, sure, they they can't exactly just drive a bus down a fucking street <laughs> yeah. and ram it all over the place. So yeah, it is a bus like in a blue screen studio. But pretty much everything else around it is actually practical. You know, it is actually Simu on top of the bus running and jumping
0: over, and all those stunts are very practical. Yeah, it's just it's in this you know safe environment. And that's that's my opinion of it. Like bang on, when it works, it works. When Marvel use a green screen or a blue screen and pair it with. You know pair it to enhance don't don't make it the event make it feature and highlight the amazing fight like what they, they did with lord on. of the
1: rings most of that that's why the hobbit did so bad because in the original most yeah. of it was practical whereas yeah. in the hobbit they just completely fluffed it
0: well lawrence hasn't seen I haven't i've heard the um... general criticism that it's like way too <clears throat> like, martin freeman
1: amazing but the actual yeah i'll leave you to make your own opinion
0: that's
2: weird. We'll get there. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, Yeah, yeah. She, She's right, though. It, it is. Uh, you know, and, and this movie, I think, does a great job of mixing the two. There is a lot of really great practical stunts, which is the benefit you have when you cast really incredible people um like Simileo, like Tony Leung, who has this incredible, you know, kung fu uh, movie
0: background. Oh, yeah. And he is fucking incredible in oh, this. Oh, yeah. Um, fucking one of the standouts. Yeah, he came in and, like, stole like some of the top tier mcu villain crowns straight away like his performance is just it's so oh, subtle yeah. and it's so nuanced and it's like it's like he it genuinely just the look of him he's quite a small guy but he's very yeah. physically terrifying he's <laughs> like, very
1: intimidating yeah
0: yeah and sexy. he's not huge he's
2: He's not, you know, physically imposing or anything like that. But you are scared of him. Like yeah. when he walks in a room, and you can see the, that look on his face. You can see, oh, okay, shit's about to go down here. Yeah. So, and and he does it really well. What I like about about him is how, like, he was just this massive conqueror. You know, he lived what thousands of years just conquering nation after nation, you know...
1: I've seen people refer to him as uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah,
2: I mean, he kind of is clearly based on that, and and yeah. he, he did live that life just conquering as many fucking places as possible, but then he literally just packed it all in because he fell in love. Uh, and and that's, what, that's what drove him. He started a family, he gave up his, his empire, his power, the rings, just because he, he fell in love with this woman. And I think what's great about that first... Kind of fight sequence you see between him uh, and the mother—I can't remember her name, sorry—but um, it's not really a fight. It's more like a fucking dance. Than yeah, I loved
1: else. it. I thought it was amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was really. Yeah. Good. What did you think of that? Yeah, no, I, again, it's one of them, and I love how as soon as um, when Shangxi got back to his mum's old like village. Uh, and he was like I have no idea how to beat my dad and and then he started to learn that kind of familiar dance again what I loved was it was like his, his um, uh, Tony Leong's kind of approach to it or Wenwu's approach to it was just pure aggress- aggressive force and when he was met with yeah. something that was way more kind of um, uh, like essentially beautiful in in terms of like elegance and and um, approach he was just like I don't know what the fuck to do with this Uh, and it was really telling on the character and how she was able to introduce that in his life both kind of metaphorically in that kind of way and also like literally as well because she was the person who made him stop yeah
1: can't beat mother nature
0: no exactly he's he's not really the mandarin
2: like he is but he's 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 the character the the mandarin isn't really a thing in this universe Yeah. yeah Like, it's, it's the identity that Trevor stole, and they just put, like, a, a, a big character on it, but he's not really... It, it's not the same character from the comics, really, yeah. is what I'm saying. It, it is completely different. Um, But that massively works. For oh, us, I love it, And I think yeah. how they... Yeah, and how they actually incorporated Trevor back into it. <laughs> and, you know, and one of the most... Probably the most controversial part of Iron Man 3... I think it pays off. Do least. you know?
1: I was so fortunate because, um, literally, I'd finished work. I did half a day on the Friday, so I could see the first show. And after Ben finished work, and I was just sat in here, and I was watching because um, I watched the Marvel Legends things before I watched the TV series, just to get you know a little recap on the peeps. Yeah. And uh, I actually, it was promoting um, "All Hail the King," the one shot, and oh, I'd yeah. never seen it well. before so it was my oh, right, first okay. time watching it and it was quite nice to actually watch that before I'd gone to the movie and then, you know, <laughs> seeing him again <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite nice it was cool It was cool to yeah. see because then you got to see the journey of how he went from Iron Man 3 into, you know, Shang-Chi so it was quite cool
2: yeah, yeah, I, I watched that too and, and it does fit pretty much perfectly into it it's like because someone breaks him out of prison and says, right, you're going to see the real Mandarin cause and that's pretty much what happens Uh, in the movie Um, and yeah like I said I think he actually works well in this he is kind of this weird almost kind of a spit in the fucking kick in the face to actual comic book fans of the Mandarin but I I, I don't know I think there's
0: something about Trevor that just kind of works for me yeah I I think it's because it's they thought about it like obviously Shane Black when he was directing Iron Man 3 was he clearly knew this was going to be a divisive choice yeah, yeah um, and so i think that they did the legwork they did the they did the kind of the work making the character bulletproof in the sense that you know it factually it it makes sense the u.s do fucking fear monger a lot of shit uh and they do kind of pin blame on on one person if they can't find a person to blame they create one like it's yeah. it's 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 buried in a lot of truth like <laughs> uh so it's like little things and obviously the fact that he's an actor from Liverpool is is hilarious, um, mm-hmm. but it's not too far a stretch. Like, if anything, I think if they were going to introduce what Iron Man, what what the the original kind of pitch of the Mandarin, uh, Ben Kingsley's version of the Mandarin, in that we were led to believe was supposed to be the real Mandarin, mm-hmm. that would have been more of a far cry stretch than what we actually got in the twist, in my opinion. It it wouldn't have worked no. really. It
2: would. Well, I don't know. I th- I think I think it would if they had given us Ben Kingsley as like how they presented him in the trailers and that sort of thing. That would have worked if they had given us Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. out uh, of the comic books, absolutely fucking not. That would've would've been... Been
0: totally offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but but that's the thing. I think the the Mandarin is. It's it's a pretty fucking offensive comic book character in the first place. Oh, it's dated. It is just so this hard, big. Yeah. yeah, it's really bad. It is just this big walking stereotype. Even the fucking name, which they even make fun of in this movie, it is just uh, just basically just taking the bare skin elements of a culture and going here we have this villain now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's obviously why they needed to change it up for Iron Man three. And yeah, controversial decision. And I can understand why some people. Don't like it. I I think for this universe though, it's it's a good little twist, and it and it does work, and a twist that paid off even what fucking eight years later now. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: And That's even in insane. in like 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 I say, they did the one shot, and that kind of just tied everything in. Like Marvel works so far ahead in the future, like it's actually insane.
2: Yeah, uh, here's a note I have here. Uh, it distresses me that I am older than Shang Chi.
1: <laughs> How old
2: is he? Because uh, he was born in ninety-six. Kids, like... Yeah. He was born in ninety-six. Because uh... like their parents met in ninety-six. So he's obviously about twenty. He's about my uh, minor
1: Lawrence's age. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. And I pff, I don't like that. Firstly, don't I feel... I used to go to watch superhero movies as a kid, thinking, oh, these are all adults. And now I'm fucking older than them. <laughs>
1: you're a boomer nathan the... firstly
0: don't feel too bad nathan because i'm pretty sure simulio is like 30 at least he's right? 32 well there you go so he right so yeah. we know he's not 24 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can we can we can think about that in, in a couple of years you can you can worry a little bit but you're all right for a bit Um <laughs> you're one, one thing I'll, I'll say this um a lot of so obviously this film's really grounded in culture and really grounded in authentic action sequences directed by kind of traditional fight choreographers um one thing that i'm seeing and i don't agree with this uh, but i'm curious to see how you guys think um people think that that's perfect up until the third act when it goes out the window in place for a cgi dragon fight what do you guys think about it
1: the whole po- the, it's the protector
0: yeah it's mystical martial arts which is what i keep thinking i should stress on twitter and then i go why am i getting involved i don't care about this it's fine so <laughs> the best yeah first of all the best thing you can do is just not get involved in yeah. arguments <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, it's just so much better um secondly um I, I said this up top but i fucking love it when things get weird my yeah. favourite yeah. stuff in Star Wars is the weird shit to do with a force. Like, yeah, sure, if you want to show me Darth Vader cutting down a fucking hallway full of rebels, sure, I'll watch that. But if you want to show me fucking Obi-Wan and Anakin going to a weird mystical force planet, where they're spoken to by physical manifestation, manifestations of a force and talking to past ghosts, I'll fucking eat that shit up all day. <laughs> Anything <laughs> that is weird... I love it. And I'm this sorry. movie in the th- hang on, this movie in the third act gets really fucking weird. And I yes. I've fucking <laughs> an alternate dimension where there's Chinese mythical creatures and the fucking dragon fight. Are you kidding me? Fucking give me that right now. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but also like it's the same movie where trees move and they yeah. can use the earth to fight and you have Ancient magic fucking rings, and you don't think a dragon can be real. I'm sorry, get out of here.
2: Also, this is a universe with fucking wizards. So, yeah, and, <laughs> oh. and big, big, big purple units that have space rocks that can uh.
0: control things. Like
1: yeah. and a
2: fucking talking raccoon and a duck,
0: mate. Yeah, like, I think I think a lot of their criticism, and again, I don't, I don't agree with this, but a lot of their criticism came from the fact that they were like, yes, it was culturally so resonant and like really steeped in grounded uh, kind of cultural approach, uh, and then it went, you know, like I've seen a lot of people kind of clowning on the is this what you want kind of scene, and then it like cuts to this big like fucking dragon fight kind of thing. Um I think it works perfectly
2: but I think oh, even yeah. even the third act though is grounded in fucking like Uh, like a big cultural approach though because like i said you know they're not just random cgi creatures they're from actual chinese folklore they're all chinese mythical creatures that are in that fucking world nathan a lot of people saying these
0: aren't looking that far into the culture they they just go (laughs) hang on a minute is it cultural and someone goes yeah they go, a dragon ain't cultural not realizing that a dragon is an enormous cultural aspect of china and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, exactly they're like what cgi exactly, not yeah. fucking not cultural and all oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah let's just go get a real dragon shall we yeah.
0: i know i the straight white man on twitter know everything about chinese culture so <laughs> before you before you bring your chinese culture to me thought out by professionals let me have my two cents um, <laughs> i've I think it worked. It was, it was, you know, a little bit typical Marvel third act, but it's
2: not, you know, any more of a worse offender than anything else. It's no point was it, you know, egregious or any, any worse than anything we've seen before. There's, there's, there's far worse offenders from Marvel f- for, for this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but but no, I, I really liked it. Yeah, of course, it was a bit CGI. It was a bit this and that. But it was grounded in, like I say, the Chinese folklore and then just the actual stakes of the fight between um, Shang-Chi and his father. And even the way, like, you know, his father is a fucking terrible person. He's done all this shit. He's practically destroyed his life and shung felt like he had to just get away from his dad leave his sister behind and disappear for what fucking 10 years or whatever and even after all that you know he still doesn't want him to die he's still concerned about him and that sort of thing
0: so
1: there's some really
0: good emotional stakes behind it as well yeah i just think next time you know leave the cgi just get a real dragon (laughs) How, how hard can it be I um, thought
1: I thought it was nice, you know, it was really visually pleasing, like, it was just, it's nice.
2: I've got, Michelle, I've got uh Well, uh, Michelle yo
0: invented acting, I will say that. Just, that is extremely <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Watching I mean, her, Beth, see... have you seen Last Christmas? No. Ah, it's a, it's a classic, man. Is, is, nice it, bad.
1: is that is that the mother's real name, mm. the actress? Yeah. No. It's yeah. not
0: the mother, the aunt. No, not, yeah.
1: yeah oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, she yeah, she's very good. I recognise her from something, but I don't know what. Oh, well, she's, she's been
2: lovely. in a lot. She was in she was actually in Guardians too as well. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah she yeah. she was the one she's she's one of like the alternate you know that at the end they show like all those other Guardians teams, she's one of them.
0: Oh, okay.
2: I think she's in the one with like Sylvester
0: Stallone, maybe, but I can't be sure.
1: Lawrence is googling uh, it now.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying. To, do you mean the Raven, the Ravengers, the Raven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ravengers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you okay, know, when sweet. you see
1: like Sylvester Stallone at the end and like something. Weird... I, yeah,
0: I got it, Beth. All right, I got it now. Okay. Okay, you okay. Jeez, uh, I have a, I have a question. I saw someone kind of put this forward on Twitter, and I was really kind of, it, it got me You're interested like... because I'd never, you know, I just never, I'd never <laughs> considered it before. Um, what do you guys think about? how Marvel approached music with these kind of films, because we've seen it before when, when a culture (laughs) is taken on and Marvel really embraced that in the soundtrack and the score. Uh, Uh, And this is definitely up there. So have you guys listened back to it? Like, what do you think? I was listening to the soundtrack while I was at work
2: today. Uh, And yeah, it's really good. Really good. Big time slaps, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, from what I heard in the cinema, I, I have yet to listen to it like back again, but I thought the music was great they did like they're just so good like Black Panther and stuff like that I'm excited for more see what they've got for Eternals you know
0: yeah I want I want more like embracing different cultures in the music like we're at you know unfortunately it's one of the irritating things how how original can a superhero score really be in 2021 (laughs) when there's fucking so many (laughs) like iconic scores out there and if they're not iconic they're kind of forgettable immediately uh, it's really interesting to just embrace it fully, like um, uh, in Black, like like Beth said, in Black Panther, they've they've got a load of hip hop and R&B artists on the on the album, uh, which is amazing. Uh, in this, they incorporate a lot of like traditional Chinese kind of like music elements with beats a lot of hip hop get... as well, though. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying, because it kind of takes mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. elements of Shang-Chi's life because, you know, yeah. he is cruising around San Francisco in a fucking Lambo and. Or probably an Audi, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, it's a BMW, actually. A BMW. Wow, okay. <laughs> Lots of BMWs in this movie. So that was clearly the deal they had. Oh.
1: Yeah, they're not with Audi anymore.
0: Oh, no. Well, I mean, Audi secured many bags from them. I doubt they're too cut up about it. Um. But yeah. Um. That's kind of all I've got on it. Do you guys like the... Oh, do you guys like the visualization of the actual 10 rings? Because we're going to see them a lot. That's going to be like yes, cap shield for this character kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it was a, a smart choice to make them like, you know, like bracelets rather than rings because, you know, and other people have said this as well. If if you go the actual rings on the fingers, like, right, then it's just the Infinity Stones again, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need to change it up and just make it a little bit visually different. I think they um, work
1: well. You can do a lot more movements with your arms than yeah. you can like, you know, Wanda's got her yeah. finger thing. So have something yeah. different.
2: Ex- yeah, exactly. If it had been the rings, it would just be hand movements again, and just like pointing your hands and you know using the force or whatever. But yeah, you're A lot more visually interesting, like the way they they, they stylize it with the you know, movements and shit. Uh, sure. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about the connections to the larger MCU then? Because obviously, you know, we get we get Wong and Abomination in that little fight sequence uh, in the little fighting ring. But then there's the the post credit scene as well with uh, mm. Captain Marvel and uh, Bruce Banner, yes.
1: not the
0: Hulk. I which I
1: know, very weird.
0: Beth, let's hear your thoughts.
1: I think like it's gonna happen, right? And I think if they drag it out too long, like you know, bringing him into the the thick of it and stuff like that, I think it just would be a bit. I don't know if this is the right word, but I'm thinking farce. F A R C E.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that that means like yes, a bit of a joke, like a bit over the top and stuff.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, so that that like yeah because we've you know, we've had Endgame and it, we can see that Marvel actually do it well in terms of multiple characters on a screen and it not feel too crowded. Hmm. Um so, you know, I think why not at the end. Of course they're going to know you know, after the events of Endgame when weird shit's going on, of course they're gonna know about Shang Chi eventually, especially if he's, you know, like Spider Man trending online as bus boy, they're gonna know who he is, so they're gonna wanna speak to him.
2: I think so... they made the right decision with like with making this Shang Chi's movie. It wasn't Shang Chi and I don't know, Iron Man, it wasn't Shang Chi and, and Bucky or whatever. It was just Shang Chi's movie. They let yeah. him have the movie, they they, they let the the new characters give us the majority of the story, but you have just a little bit of what you already know just spiced in there. You have a little bit of Wong and Abomination, and then, yeah. of course, you have the post-credits. Again, just another little tease. Captain Marvel, Bruce Banner, what you already know, and and that's just basically bringing yeah. it all together. And, it's a nice and bringing... little cherry
1: on the top. I think exactly
2: yeah and and that's something they've always done well
0: really what do you what do you think's being referenced because they they call them in as a kind of an element of emergency right from a from a power source from thousands of years ago what do you guys I don't
2: know I I don't know and that's what excites me because yeah. for the longest time with the MCU I've been like oh Infinity War okay cool so in you know Infinity Stones that's all coming in that sort of thing yeah but now genuinely don't know. Like it it's could gonna, be anything. Gonna be eternals related, isn't it? Surely it could be it could be eternals related. Could it could be. be leading into secret wars.
0: It could be pretty much anything at this point. I'm I'm not sure myself. Yeah. So and you're right but, though, I think that's the position we want to be in. Like it's yeah. it's so nice to I don't know what the next big Avengers team yeah. is going to be about. So it's so nice mm. to and, and they're going to play it fucking close to their chest as well. Like we're yeah. not going to know what the plot of that movie is until you know We
1: watch the movie.
0: Well, I th- obviously, we'll we'll get it before because the build up is an important part of what made Endgame successful. But like, we'll, we'll. I don't think we'll be seeing an actual Avengers movie for. Yeah, quite I agree, or, and yeah. and I think it's necessary. Like, like mm. let yeah. let me get to know what worked so well about the build up to Endgame was that I knew every hero in Endgame. as their own hero i don't need them immediately to jump into another civil war which yes is captain america's movie but no it's not captain america's movie um
2: i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get any an avengers movie in phase four altogether like this could this phase could build up to uh, it could build up to the fantastic four or or something else yeah i i like the idea of of just leaving the Avengers for a little while. Yeah. Letting them breathe. It's nice and, because and...
1: the sprinkle works as well. Like, you know, we're going to see Doctor Strange in Spider-Man and, you know, it's quite... We're still going to yeah. see these people, just not for as you know, in a yeah. huge, massive event.
0: Well, we'll cross across the yeah. characters over, but, you know, like like what we were saying earlier, kind of when you cross over to an extent where mm. Civil War is the plot line that more so concerns Iron Man than Captain America... It's like you forget what movie you're watching. Um... I do. I do like that we saw
2: Bruce Banner and not the Hulk, though, because mm. watching Endgame, you would, you are kind of led to believe that bruce is kind of done at that yeah. point that he's he's combined them both and now this is just who he is now you know he's he's bruce and the hulk all at once um but but clearly something has changed he's he's found a way to switch it on and off or he's he's lost it i don't know what's happened but but it's interesting that he is just
0: bruce now yeah something, something far <clears throat> more interesting was in that scene nathan i think uh, and that what was, was the that captain marvel has a new trim
1: she does. She? She's got yeah, her long hair. back. Yeah, she's, not, she's not got
0: her um, Karen cut anymore. She's like got long Karen hair again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fair enough, yeah.
2: Well, how long has this been since this end game in-universe?
0: About that, five. It's the blips happened. Eight, happen. eight, eight oh, no. months was... Far, uh, far From Home was eight months after. Yeah. Um, and obviously we're, it's probably pretty soon after. I'd imagine about a year because Far From Home is going to be yeah. up pretty much straight after No Way Home, right?
2: I don't know. I don't know at this point. Um, yeah,
0: so- <laughs> we don't know. Let's stop speculating because we- yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing. We is need that we don't to
2: speculate know. on why Brie Larson is ruining the MCU with her hair. Come on! Don't forget
0: Star Wars. Come on. Yeah, she's always at it with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I don't
2: know. And, why and of course, that
1: like because uh, no,
2: they're because they're sexist and idiots, Beth. That's why. Yeah. Um, basically. be as uh, so and also Wong just joining fucking Katie and. Uh, Sean <laughs> to karaoke was just fuck, the perfect way to end the movie. Jokes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so good. I, Wong's great, isn't he? He's such he a is,
1: samurai, he so. is. I can see why uh, Tony Stark wanted him at his wedding.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, really like I think him. that ending is a nice reassurance mm. that those characters aren't changing just because their world has changed as well, which I really yeah. like. Because yeah. Um, obviously Katie could easily walk away from that and be like oh my god, a sense of newfound purpose and they could really Depending on the next person to direct her, could really be like Katie. No more jokes because she's a serious Avenger now, uh, and it's and it would be a betrayal of everything that they've done before. Um, yeah. Do you guys think Wong wanted both of them to come? Um, mm. And I thought to myself, that's weird because Katie can you know only just shoot some arrows. And then I thought, who else is a famous Avenger that can only just shoot some arrows? <laughs> um, so then, I, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think Katie's going to be a part of the team going forward? Well, she seems to be. Yeah, I think.
1: You know, you've got people like I, I, Kat I Denning's the same. Uh, character, Darcy. She's kind of part of the team. She's not a fucking way.
0: Avenger, really. Not an, she,
1: Kate, I don't think Katie's going to be an Avenger. I think she's just going to be a helping hand. I, I don't know. I don't think a... they would
0: have got her to pick up that bow and arrow if she wasn't going to be involved in some degree of combat. Like, she got the winning battle in this. Like, yeah. If she didn't take that she shot... She might just be a trail. good
1: lucky shot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, because I agree. I did think it was a little odd that kind of Wong brought her along as well. Like no disrespect to Katie, like I said, she's my favorite character in the movie. Yeah. But she's not Shang Chi. She's not his sister. You know, she she's not as powerful as Ivory. Oh, yeah. She's not trained in in combat or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess she they are gonna make her something, which which I'm all for. And as well, one thing I really liked about this movie is the the relationship between Shang and Katie. Wasn't really romantic. Yeah. It was just two really good friends, yeah. which I fucking loved. I've I don't, like we've said it before, but I don't think we need every character needs a love interest yeah. or whatever. It's it's sometimes tired. It's, it's good, a really tired good, trope. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Sometimes it's good
0: to just have a really good friend. Um, which I think is what a lot of these need, really. And there, there yeah. were some elements where I was scared, like for it, because I think I think it's been intentionally left open to see what the reaction would be from yeah. fans. Because um, there's a few moments where you know, like they they do really rely on each other. There is the like leaning on his shoulder on the plane. Again, all of these are very friendly acts. But if the movie wanted to double down on a romance, they could theoretically say we've planned it the whole time. Look, romance. Yeah, kind of thing.
2: yeah. There is. I, w- I was the same because there is the moment like where her grandmother asks Shang like, "When are you getting married?" and that sort of thing. Yeah. um so so there is definitely seeds planted but i i for the love of god i hope
0: they don't take it down that route yeah i completely yeah. agree i think i think it's at its most fun when like uh when shang chi takes his shirt off and she's like oh he's gonna fit and that's yeah it.
1: If, they, so, if they if they if they're gonna do that with um natasha romanoff and clint barton why can't they do it with you know just yeah yeah with them two because yeah, you know, exactly. i think a lot a lot of people obviously did ship them together and you know it was quite cute if they were together but it was quite nice to see actually no he's got his own life they're just really good friends yeah. who've you know come on this yeah. journey together and I really like that
2: I think that's something there's not enough of as well there's not enough of like friendships that are you know the opposite genders mm. really. Yeah. so whenever there are characters like that it's always oh when are they going to get together when are they going to make out and that sort of thing and it's nice to just do something different yeah. Um. So. So. Yeah. Like I said, I hope they don't take it down that route, but you never know. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I think. I think taking it down that route at this point is only subconsciously gonna just dilute Katie's character in the minds of idiots at movies. Yeah. Like, at the minute, everyone's like an amazing character. Whereas if they take it down that route, it will be amazing. Shang Chi's girlfriend. Yeah. Which will. Which yeah. will really suck because she was one of the best parts of this film. Absolutely.
2: Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. What we'll time we on, Lawrence? Uh, we're
0: on forty nine, so we should wrap it. Yeah, go on then. Do wrap it job. like
1: a chicken, right?
0: Okay. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Beth. Uh, we're glad that you liked it. When when are we next having Beth on? Is it Eternals? Oh
1: so no, What if?
0: What if? What if? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So it'll be a
2: couple of weeks time. Actually, I think there's eight episodes woof, of What woof, If.
1: Like and subscribe. Um, and come we back just to had,
0: <laughs> we just had five. So yeah, in a couple of weeks time, she'll How be cool. back. Oh, we're really going for a Marvel resurgence at the minute. They were like, it's, "You've, you know you've had mean? your year, now you can fucking have it." This is all. The time. I like last it year,
1: though.
0: Last year we was depraved. Yeah, now we are. We are being. Fed We've got. I,
1: I think I know. We've got Eternals November, Spider Man December, uh, Doctor Strange in my birth month March, Thor Love and Thunder May. We uh,
2: also got Hawkeye in November as well.
1: I'm just doing movies for now, but okay. yes, yeah. Come yeah. On, man. So, yeah, Thor Love and Thunder, uh, Black Panther, the Captain Marvel, like we're being fed next year and I'm here for it.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Um, right. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks. Uh, obviously, thanks again, Beth. We will speak to you again when it comes back right. to uh, what if, uh, if. You're probably <laughs> going to be
1: fed up of my shit talking soon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, we probably won't invite you back on. To be fair, depends how you do and What if we'll give you a trial again?
1: All uh, right, okay. Um,
0: so yeah, you better get revised. <laughs> we want to hear loads of insightful points. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you like these episodes, uh, they go live on Fridays at 10am. Uh, you can have a little little notification reminder if you follow us at Another Happy Pod. We're on Twitter and we're also on Instagram. Um, I was gonna, I was going to say notification, but it's not really. Just if you go through, you might see our post. But hey ho. Uh, while you're here. Uh, if you're listening to on Apple podcast especially give us a little five star review uh, because you know we got Beth on so we put in extra effort um, hey. so yeah we and last maybe, week we you, had Garrett on So yeah. anyway. and if, uh, if you're yeah. a man and you listen to this and you really want to impress Beth nothing gets her going like a five star review um, and that's uh, that is just accurate as she told me just before we press record um, yeah next week we are doing this The most deserving cat will be reborn into another life. So they can be who they've always dreamed of being.
1: What's your name? Cat got your tongue?
2: Yeah, we're doing that, whatever that is. I definitely know. Um, Side note, on Monday, this Monday coming up, is also our one-year anniversary of the
0: podcast, Lawrence. Ooh. Oh, oh, very exciting. And we've yes. barely grown an audience. Go, team. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. So, so
1: cute.
2: So, maybe we'll celebrate that on our next episode again, which we both definitely know what it is. Even Beth knows, doesn't she? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, no spoilers from me. No They're spoilers, me even though NBA. you just heard
2: a clip about it. So, you also know, but we also know too. We, we, everyone listening to this now, we all know. We, but we all won't know. say it. Every single one of us, we're in the knowledge. There you go. Anyway, uh bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Do
2: you wanna say goodbye, Lawrence?
0: Oh yeah, bye. <laughs>